Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, so you just want to keep it like about this. Keep distance. it close, okay. Yeah. So I'm ready. I'm ready if you guys are. Is it rolling? Oh, alright, cool. So there's gonna be like three separate times. Okay. Two, maybe two, depending on how long we go. That she's just gonna have to reset the camera. Okay. And I'll let you know when cool. that comes up. But we still haven't figured out yet how to keep the DSLR going past 30 minutes. So that I don't know. Yeah, so Anyways, that might be a Caleb. Ask Caleb when he comes by next yeah. time. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Counterculture Podcast. Paper Street Coffee has been a gem, and they have let us just take over their booth for the weekend, it seems like, to do some shows. So we are eternally grateful for that. But anyway, we're with a new friend, guest, Travis from Vindicate. What's going? going on, man? Doing good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. This was not expected. Well, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't expected for us either. Roderick yeah, yeah. just was like, hey, here's this person, here's this person. And then we end up meeting you. And yeah, yeah dude. So um, how's the Rogue Invitational been for you so far? It's been good. It's really cool. I've never been here before. So first time. Oh, this uh, is first time? First time. Wow. Yeah. So I've been, October's been busy. Uh, went down to Beach Brawl. Beginning of the month, went to um, Spartanburg for a Crash Crucible in the middle of the month. This came up, I'm like, all right, we'll go down there with with Gabe and Paper Street. I do a ton of stuff with these guys. Yeah, um, I actually do all their apparel. Um, Dope. Do a lot of their branding stuff, the, the can designs and everything. So sweet, man. We met uh, years ago through Sevon's podcast. Okay. Um, so yeah, we just any events that we can get to together, we try and do it. Yes, yeah, so you've been really busy. You gone yeah. every? How long ago was Beach Brawl? Just a few weeks ago, uh, right? Yeah, it was a few weeks ago. That was the first of the month. So it was literally like. Go to Beats Brawl, get home for a week and a half, pack up, drive again to Spartanburg. Both Jeez. of those were 17-hour drives. Yeah. Um, which this one was only 12 hours because I'm in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. So this one was a 12-hour drive. Which yeah. That's like a piece of cake after doing those. Yeah, after ones, 17s, so. back to back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, you're out here hustling and grinding. I love that, dude. It's fun. Where did you? Where do you? Where does that come from for you? Where did you get that mentality from? I knew so. I was really trying to make this a full-time thing. Yeah. Um, and literally within, so the company itself, we'll give a little bit of the backstory. Yeah. Um, as a business, Vindicate's actually been around for almost 20 years. How long? 20 years. 20, yeah. wow. So, and I always remember that because it was like the year my first kid was born is when yeah. it all started. That's awesome. I had a buddy of mine that started it up and he just was making some shirts here and there. He had the name. Um, and he was just like, hey, you want to help me out? We're both designers. So I have a design and marketing background. Sweet. Um, and we were working at the same company, corporate company. Okay. Um, so he started the business and we were both into skateboarding and biking at Hell the time. Yeah. So, and I've grown up skateboarding, biking forever. Yeah, same. So it awesome. worked out perfect. We we're like, yeah, let's make some shirts. Yeah. We have actually have one skateboard deck that still has the logo on it the vindicate logo yeah yeah nice, i have dude. it hanging up in my office oh so you don't I ride it a ranch no sorry a ranch i made a shelf out of it so sweet like, i gotta save at least one of these yeah heck yeah um so yeah we started in biking and skateboarding just eventually kind of fizzled it out um and he just he's like hey why don't you if you want to run with this just run with it he was kind of done with it um, and that right around that time, I was starting to get into mixed martial arts. Okay. Um, and in Omaha, there was quite a few fighters coming out of Omaha. Yeah. So I started helping those guys out, designing. And this was back when the UFC would allow you to hang banners over the cage that had all your sponsors and everything. So I was designing banners 
you know, with all the sponsors, designing the shirts, the shorts. And for the UFC? For the UFC. No uh, way. For the guys out of Omaha. Okay. Um, there was two guys, bigger ones, um, Jake and Joe Ellenberger. Okay. They were brothers um, yeah. that both ended up fighting in the UFC. Heck yeah, dude. Um, so helping those guys out, that started to pick up some steam. And right when that happened is when the UFC and Reebok made their uh, partnership. Okay. And they basically, not, not so much cut out sponsorships, but in cage sponsors, so like your shorts, your banners, couldn't show any. Sponsors. It had to be Reebok. It had to be Reebok yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the official. I remember that transition. Yeah. yeah. So that was a bummer because it was yeah. literally like when everything started to take off. It's like, all right, this is where it's gonna go. Did UFC like it played a big role in like like pushing your business forward? Um, it was starting to because okay. just because people were starting to see the brand more. Um, yeah. And they were finding out like. I was designing all this stuff for these people so sure. more people would reach out. Um, and yeah, li it was literally at that moment that partnership happened. was like, oh, crap. Oh, man. So timing actually worked out because I had just started doing CrossFit. So right, this was right when I turned 40 Yeah, um, is when I started going to a CrossFit gym. Actually, one of my other co-workers, her brother owned a CrossFit gym. Okay. Um, so I started doing photography and stuff for those guys. And Sweet. I hadn't done CrossFit before that. Yeah. They just knew I took pictures and they were having some competitions. So I did some video and photography for them. And I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And they just told me, hey, anytime you want to come in, you can start working Take out if picks. you want to. Because oh. I'm, I'm doing their photos and yeah. they started doing their apparel and stuff. Um, so they just let me work out there for free. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean the UFC stuff started to die out. It's like, well, the name works. It transitions perfectly sure. um, right into uh, CrossFit and it's been going since. Heck yeah, dude. For, for the skateboarding and biking scene, how long did that last? And did you guys like go to competitions? Were you sponsoring athletes? What was that like? Cause we, just, we have a, we have an eerily similar background when it comes to the sports world, because I used to BMX skateboard, okay, nice. did some aggressive inline for a long time. Yeah. And then literally got into weightlifting, but moved towards the mixed martial arts area. Yep. And then the lifting stuff and CrossFit all okay. happens. Later yeah. On. Very yeah. similar. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the skateboarding and stuff, it was kind of here and there sporadic. We were, Working with a, a skate park in Omaha, okay. um, helping them out a little bit. We had a local guy who was starting to pick up some steam, steam yeah. so we were sponsoring him. And it just, I mean, we, as much as I love skateboarding, I should have known, skateboarding world is very finicky yeah. about new companies especially. Oh, yeah. Um, and you, you can't be a poser in. coming into our exactly, scene. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And unfortunately, me and the, my partner who was, who was involved, we were older. Yeah. So they're looking at us like, who the hell are these guys? What sure. are they doing here? Yeah. Um, so it just it just fizzled out over okay. time. Um, neither one of us had a bunch of money laying around to be able to right. print up a bunch of stuff and have it available. So it just it just died out. Got there's, it. There's no other way to put it. So you said you were in marketing, like that's your, that's your background? What did yeah, you do before I, Vindicate? Um, so I was in, like I said, marketing, graphic design, web design. Um, I've been doing that since I graduated college. So I'm, I'm, I'm like an old guy in the space. I'm 47. That's not um, old. That's young. That's your new <laughs> masters, 20s. Masters. There you go. Um, so yeah, I mean, was working a corporate job right out of college doing yeah. the marketing side. Sure. Um, and then started working for some agencies, um, some design firms, doing logos, branding. Like 1099 type of work? No, actually in oh, the Oh, working for them, yeah. okay. So I didn't take Vindicate full-time till July of this year. This year? Yeah. That's wild. So I was working a full-time job, yeah. you know, eight, nine hours a day, getting home, 
make dinner and then start getting shirts ready. Um, it, it was long, long days. It's funny because I, I tell people I still work the same amount of hours that I did before. Yeah. The nice thing is it's all mine. I well, mean, dude. I, it's, it's a risky thing. I have three kids, so it was like, yeah. shit, I hope this works. How old are the kids? Can I swear? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. get you in trouble. Fuck yeah. 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 Nice. So, yeah, I mean, it was super risky to do it. Um, single dad, three kids. So you got insurance, you got bills. Yeah, you, you got, got a lot of mortgage. shit to worry about. And it, it was a big jump. Yeah. So I want to kind of hop into you being in the corporate world, though. So you're in the corporate world, and then your buddy starts a clothing line. What, like, makes you actually want to take the pursuit and do that on top of what you're already doing? Just because I already I had an artistic background. Okay. Um, I love, I mean, I, it's all I wear are T-shirts. I'm yeah. like, why don't I design the stuff that I can wear? Because yeah. I literally, my job out of right out of school, it was shirt and tie, stuffy. Oh, I was like, ugh, dude, I hate, hate this. that. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, do not like So I'm that. getting home. First thing I want to do is throw a t-shirt on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, just it's stuff that I wore all the time and why not design it for myself? So were you always like that since you were like a kid, you were younger, you were into design, artsy yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go to college? Yeah, I went to uh, college, Sioux City, Iowa, Morningside College, um, graphic design degree with a business minor. What made you like go to college instead of just pursuing artsy shit? I actually went to college stu stupidly. Okay. My, my parents will tell me stupidly to play football. I, oh, really? Uh, I didn't know where I was going to go to school. I had no idea. I knew I wanted to do design, uh, yeah. graphic design, advertising. Um, and then it was literally like the summer before I would have been going to college. I had Morningside said, hey, if you want to come play football. It wasn't a scholarship. It was walk-on. Okay. So, again, so you're stupidly. paying the, whole, oh, yeah. paying the whole tuition. Yep, yep. Yeah. And my parents were like, are you freaking kidding me? Oh, you didn't man. say anything about wanting to play football, moving on. I was like... I know, but if they're going to let me play football, I want to play football. <laughs> play football. Was it a smart decision? I don't know, but it, yeah, worked, it all worked out. Yeah, you're, at, you're out. at where you're at now. So right? that unfortunately only lasted a year and a half. Yeah. Um, so when I was in, let's see, it would have been my sophomore year in high school. I herniated discs in my back, squatting. Um, How much? I don't even remember, don't but know. I'm sure they weren't full. 600 pounds. They definitely weren't full depth. Just make it, just make up a <laughs> yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a good 550 you know, yeah, for, for a sophomore. There. It's pretty right. good. <laughs> um, so rehabbed all that back. Uh, didn't have to have surgery in high school. And That's then good. my sophomore year, spring training, uh, I went in for a hit and my leg went numb. Uh, ended the football career. Oh, dude. So my sophomore year, I ended up getting two back surgeries. The first one didn't work. Uh, two partially removed discs. Holy in the back. shit. Yeah. Wow. So that changed everything. Um, yeah. And it was one of those deals, like, I look at it now and I just laugh because doctors back then, they're like, you should never squat again. Yeah. No squats, no deadlifts. Yeah. And I started, what, CrossFit in my 40s and I've PR'd every lift. That's amazing. Since, then, yeah. since when I was a kid. That's great. Um, dude. But it was literally like, okay, I guess I can't squat and I can't deadlift anymore. Isn't that crazy how much it's evolved to like now there's a lot of PTs that don't want you to get surgery just in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I look back and I'm like, what if I didn't do this? But I mean, it was it was bad. Like my left leg, I would just get pain shooting from my lower back all the way down. To yeah, it's hard to so live it's like, like that. You can't even walk. It yeah. hurts so bad. Um, so yeah, it was just nerves, nerves pinched off. And gotcha. They weren't going away. But you're all good now. 
Good now. I've had a few surgeries since. Have you? What few else? What else here. have you done? So I broke my neck 12 years ago. Doing uh, what? Walking on the trail, slipped off the trail, rolled down the hill. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh my god, um, dude. So that was an experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I lost my. Unfortunately, I'm I'm right arm dominant, right handed. Um, so I lost. I'm trying to remember, I think it was a week that my right arm was completely off. Like it it cracked the vertebrae in my okay. C2, yeah. C, sorry, C3, which nine times out of 10, if you break your C3 or C2, you're done, yeah. you're paralyzed. Um, it shut this arm off for almost a week. Like literally they would pick it up in the hospital and it Just would fall die. down. They're like, yeah. hold it up. I, 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 can't, can't. I can't even feel it. Yeah. Couldn't move my fingers. Um, so that took about a week for everything to start to come back. And it was just the swelling of the disc. It only took you a week for that? For your arm? To start to come back. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I just had a, myself, I just had a neck injury, um, C67, a root nerve injury. I don't know. That's what they called it. Um, and yeah, I couldn't, I was supposed to do monster games. Oh yeah. Um, and the week before I injured my neck, literally the week before I'm in the most pain I've ever been in. But yeah, it's the weirdest feeling because I couldn't even press a 26 pound kettlebell overhead. Just had I'll no tell, strength I'll tell about that too. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's the worst because yeah. you're literally like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, I thought and I was having like a stroke or exactly, something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had. So I had long story short, they ended up putting a steel plate fusing the, the two and three because of the few because of the cracked vertebrae. Um, and that was my brother's actually a physical therapist. So okay. We were nice. driving down here and I asked, I was like, what do you think? Like, should I have let that go? And he said, with it being as, as bad as it was, he said, it wouldn't have taken much to make it worse. So he's like, yeah, you kind of have to do the fusion for that. Yeah. And the reason I asked him is cause, um, when was it last spring or last summer, I just started noticing some weakness um, mm. on this side, on my right side. Same side. Yeah. Same side. Um, and I was like you, I'm like, just, there's no power. I literally was losing this. I measured this arm was an inch and a half smaller than this. Yeah, arm. dude, that's the freaky I had part. Like, like this trap would fire up my, my uh, scap and everything was all fired up. I ended up going, getting an MRI and I had two herniated discs in my neck below uh, where I had the fusion. Jeez. Which which can happen just over time, yeah. Uh, because those discs have to take over for the ones above it. Also, doesn't help that I'm doing CrossFit and I can do handstand. Push-ups I was gonna say, are you doing handstand pushups? Sure was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dumbest yeah. thing. And so now I'm like, don't fucking do handstand. You're push-ups, done with that people. now. It's the dumbest movement ever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I ended up with two herniated discs. Um, I do have spinal stenosis, okay. which is narrowing. It's a narrowing of the spinal column. It's kind of a hereditary thing. There's Got nothing it. you can do about it. So anytime you get just a, a little bit of herniation, there's no room in the spinal canal mm. for a disc to push the nerve. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it herniates, it pushes it against the back wall oh, and dude. everything starts to shut off. That's tough. Um, so I was like you, I'm doing... 12 pound dumbbell and I can yeah. barely get it overhead. Yeah. It's, and it's scary. Cause it like, I would do a rep and I'd be fine. Yeah. I'd hit about eight and it shuts off. Out of nowhere. The bar just drops. I yeah. was doing overhead squats, empty barbell and I almost dropped it on my head. Dude. It's, it's the, yeah, it's the weirdest feeling. And it's also like, it hits your ego super hard. Oh, Cause you're awful. like, you wanna, it's the worst. I had to go to a body. So I own a gym, but I had to go to like a lifetime for about a month so I could rehab and do the bodybuilding stuff and get some muscle yep. back or whatever. 
but it's just like you go in there there's a bunch of muscle dudes right and then you have to you have to dumbbell so press 15 pound dumbbells. it's so humiliating yeah at the same time though it's kind of like uh i don't know it's kind of good for my ego to like get checked um when it came to the fitness stuff because so often you can get wrapped up in the i'm not going to do a warm-up i'm not going to do this you know yep, yep. All, all the things that you know you should be doing and that like the injury take makes you take a step back and oh realize gosh. like what's actually important yeah you know? yeah and i've been doing a lot more so i had that i had surgery so i i lucked out with my surgeon um he there's a spine uh spine specialist in nice. omaha um and he has a group of doctors that they meet every week um, and they just do basically like a board and then they'll present issues, see what everybody thinks. So he did the MRI, saw that I had this issue and he's like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know if insurance is gonna cover it to do what he wanted to do, which was two um, artificial discs. Wow. Which he said normally is fine. He said the problem is you have a the um, fusion above. Yeah. He said, I've never seen two herniated discs or two artificial discs get put in underneath a fusion. He said if it was above, it'd be no problem because you're fused underneath. Sure. The discs above can take care of a lot. He said when you when that's fused and the discs below have to take the brunt of everything, he's like, I don't know if insurance is going to cover it. Is it like a risky surgery and that's why they wouldn't do it or? It's, I think it's mostly just, is it going to hold? Yeah. Like, will it be worth it or not? Sure. Um, so he took it to his board, all these, all these other doctors. He said, every one of those doctors said, no, don't do it. He's like, I know who this is. I know his activity level. I know what he wants to do. He's in shape. He's good. I'm doing yeah. it. He said, worst case scenario. It, the other thing he was worried about is I think he, I think they said you had to have like eight millimeters of space in mm. the in between the vertebrae to get the disc to go in. I had five. Yikes. So he's like, worst case scenario, we get in there and we got to fuse it. He's yeah. Like, but I want to try and see what happens. Everything went perfect. And you were down to just give them a give Oh, them yeah. A I'm like, yeah. you can fuse it. And I w I'd be literally like turning like this. He's like, yeah. you will have no range of motion. Cause I'll have four vertebrae that are fused. He's like, you won't have range of motion at all. Yeah. He's like, let's at least see. Cause like I said, he was worried about being able to actually get the disc to go in. Yeah. Um, well, if you got to get cut open anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, if I'm in there and we can't do it, well, then we fuse it. It's yeah. no big deal. So both options presented at once. Yeah. 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 And he's like, all you gotta do is sign off on that. It's like fine by me, at least yeah. try it and see what happens. I was in surgery at seven 30, went home the same day, pain-free pain-free that day all the all the issues that i was having up in here which I, I do now i mean yeah comparative to what i was at mm -hmm. world of difference wow dude full i mean i have full, full range, range motion not he said the only thing you cannot do is direct impact handstand push-ups push oh, like man. i love going biking mountain biking yeah. he's like go you got to live your life yeah like, dude if an accident happens it happens if you're not like a competitive crossfit athlete there's just some things that you don't have to do right you know right. what i mean like crossfit's more of like in my opinion like a lifestyle than it is the movements that you do during yeah. workout right yeah yeah, yeah. and like sure i'm the same way like if i if i had to give up some movements so that i could like carry on and do mountain biking i like to mountain bike too or like continue to do mma or whatever like yeah i'm gonna give it up every single day yeah you know yeah so yep cool dude so that so, rehab process has been fun kind of yeah. like you like watch the ego i'm yeah i'm literally like in the gym so i was i had surgery friday i was in the gym monday i kind of got yelled at for yeah. doing too much but like <laughs> i feel so good they're like yeah. i know you feel good but you gotta relax There's a lot of inflammation in there yeah so yeah the ego of doing i'm like 
doing tricep kick because my triceps were gone. Yeah, I'm doing two and a half pound tricep kickbacks. Dude, that's the exact like, muscle this that is I... so embarrassing. Yeah, I still, I still like feel my triceps sometimes when I flex. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's still not there. Like, yeah, I, I still don't have a whole lot on this side. Yeah, it's getting better. It'll come back. Lopsided snatches and yeah. stuff because this side's weaker and I just have to go lighter. Yeah, man. The way it is. A lot of leg days. I don't Lots just leg, leg day days. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you mentioned being like a single dad and raising kids. Yep. What's that like? Busy, hectic. Um, the timing of how everything, like with my divorce and everything and the way this kind of took off actually worked out really good. Um, my kids How long were, were you guys older. married for? Uh, we would have been... It would have been our 15th anniversary Wow, we got divorced. Yeah, so. Dang, dude. It's a kick in the gut, but. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Is what it is. Um, hey, if it works out better this way, it works out better. God's every, got a plan, Everybody's man. doing great. Yeah, yeah I mean, good. that's a good thing. Everybody's doing great. Good. Um, we live in the same town. We're only two miles from each other, so okay. it makes it easy with the kids. I mean, yeah. my kids are easy at this point. Um, my How old is your youngest? So my, my youngest is 15. My oldest uh, turns 21 next week. No way. And my middle one turns 18 next week. Wow. They, they have the same birthday. Really? Yeah, yeah. So what are the odds? Next that's week's crazy. a big week. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Sweet, um, dude. So, yeah, I mean, with the ages and all the clothing stuff taken off, it worked out really good because yeah. they're fairly self sufficient. Mm hmm. They don't want to be around me anyway. They're they're teenagers. Yeah. I go away, yeah. Dad. Other than they do want to come to events and yeah, the school. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Are to they do. into CrossFit too? They no, they like to work out. But okay, I mean they'll do workouts with me if yeah. I bring them in. But they just want to come support pops at they, our event. They love coming to the events. That's yeah, sweet. they want to go to Wadapalooza so bad. And unfortunately, that's one that you know got to fly, got to ship everything down. You're so. going though? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. great. Did Wadapalooza last year and how'd that go? Ball. It was so much fun. Yeah, and it was nonstop busy. From the start of the day to the end of the day, that's it, awesome. It was man. it was crazy. So so I how do you wait. get how do you get vindicate into the CrossFit space since you go from like skateboarding to MMA to now CrossFit? Basically that through that that first gym. Okay. Um, started doing gym apparel. Yeah. Um, I did like all their affiliate apparel, and then just slowly but surely started doing my own. Um, had you know website was already built with the store, so I just kind of. And it, I'm, when I say it was like onesie twosie sales, like shirt here and there a month. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, was yeah. it was really goes. low. Um, and then things started to pick up a little bit. I actually started following Sevon. Yeah. Um, reached out to him, and he had a shirt company already that he was working with, but he was always complaining about them that they were sending out the wrong sizes or or who is wrong it? Put them on blast. Or, oh yeah, I'm and just kidding. That's what's nice about Sevon is he yeah. will too. Yeah. So I would message him in the chat every once in a while, I'm like, hey, I know a shirt guy if you need one. We just kept going back and forth, back and forth. And this was the same time that Andrew Hiller started gaining a little bit of popularity. Sure. He So he had his own shirt that he did. Um, and he had mentioned in his, one of his videos, he's like, I need to do another shirt. I got to get another one of these out. And he wasn't interested in making any money with it. He's just like, I want to get stuff out there and get a shirt Which out there. Which shirt was this one? It was the... Uh, was it constantly varied functional movement at high intensity with okay. his little Batman logo nice. on it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the old Batman logo that he had. Cool. Um, so I, I'm not kidding you. I DM'd him. I said, "Hey, I do shirts. If you want something done, just let me know." He messaged me back within an hour. He's like, "Hey, that'd be really cool if you could do that." And I yeah. said, "Well, if you have an idea, let me know what you want to do." Sure. 
no shit. He messages me. He goes, I want to do a no rep shirt that looks like the Noble logo. Like, <laughs> huh. I had to think about that. For a minute. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I guess we're going to find out how this goes. Yeah. I said, well, do you want to work out a deal? You want to, you know, get something done? He's like, no, do it. Go. I So I had, before he had said that, I mocked it up and sent it to him. He's like, go run with it. It's like, uh, do you want to like talk about how this is going to work? Numbers. Like, nope. Yeah. He's like, just do it. So that literally took off everything from when I say it like a rocket launch. Yeah. That was it. I mean, that was the, and I tell everybody, I owe everything to Sevon and, and Hiller for how this has gone. And of course, Gabe with paper street, um, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those three. Yeah. I mean, it, it took off like a bat out of hell. We were just like, before we, before we got on, I was telling you, like, it just, it's so cool. The group of people that you guys have because Savan or Hiller to like uh, Roderick. I mean, these are all dudes, paper street Gabe, like they're all dudes that like don't have to do no. these cool things no. and they just do because they're genuinely nice people, yep. genuinely yep. good people. Yeah. I don't know, man. That It must've been like, crazy for Hiller to reach out to you and be it like, was it was nuts because he was just kind of starting to take off it was funny because i i had been talking to Sevon, not doing his apparel yet yeah and then i started to see hiller and i messaged Sevon. i was like who the fuck is this guy he's an asshole he, <laughs> he can't put a full video together without cutting it editing it yeah because and that you know that's how his style became he started editing. Yeah. i was like this guy's a quick real cuts dick. yeah and, and you did, Sevon, so did you like him at first or no no, I didn't like him at first. Okay. No, oh no, because cool. because him and Sevon were kind of going back and forth. Like they mm. weren't. Oh, did they have drama yet. originally? Eh, in a way. Okay. They were they were both trying to get into the YouTube space at the same time, so it was like, who the hell's this guy? Who's the hell's this guy? And they oh. were kind of talking shit about each other at first. Little did I know, they're talking behind the scenes also the whole time. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. So I started working with Hiller. And then all that stuff with with Savon trying to find a new a new shirt company to work with. Yeah. So Hiller recommended him, me to him to actually like take work that step and do yeah. it. Um, so yeah, I started doing all Savon stuff. That's sweet. So dude. it's it is a we do it, our group is really it's I don't know other than say special. Yeah. We were we were talking about there was a group of us at Crash Crucible talking about how we can all be in the basically in the same space competing but we help each other out because we know it's going to feed back to me it's going to it's going to go back to you there there's yes we're competing but we're all trying to help so each other. it's like yeah gabe and i talked about this yesterday it's the abundance mindset mm -hmm. right like i i say this so often because it seems to be like especially in this fitness space the gym space you want to do it and break let the bicep rest a little yes bit. <laughs> <We'll> flex <laughs> um especially in the gym space or the fitness space it just seems like like nobody wants each other to win for yep. the most part right it's like but there's enough for everyone to eat yep you know yep. and it's just it's it's people even like big companies have scarcity mindset where it's like you can't win because if you win i'm gonna lose I'm gonna lose yeah. yeah yep yeah and i I mean, I come to events like this and I go to other booths and I buy stuff because I think yeah. it's cool. Yeah, and I have yeah. no problem shouting people out. Yeah. Um, I mean, Born Primitive. I like their shoes. They're great. I don't make shoes. Born Primitive has hurt. shoes. Yeah. No way. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Cool. These things are comfortable. Yeah, they look like it. I'll take some if you want to send them. <laughs> Throw out that sponsor to vindicate. <laughs> 
Yeah, that, that's actually the worst part about being an apparel sponsor is yeah. nobody is going to sponsor you. Yeah, yeah, that's well. Maybe maybe you work out something. Well, you already you already, already boys yeah. with them. You already boys with them. Drink yeah. sponsors. Yeah. So, so G- Gabe's actually the the person who got me to do my first in person event. I had yeah. never done anything in person. I was all online. Um, last so yeah, it was last uh, almost a year ago, a little over a year ago. Um, Masters Fitness Collective okay. had reached out to Gabe about coming out there, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you come do this with me?" I'm like. I don't have a booth. I don't have racks. I don't have a bunch of inventory. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Sure. And he, he just literally every day, like, hey, hey, you going to go? <laughs> you going to go? Finally got me to do it. I, I lucked out and there was a local event in Omaha uh, two weeks before. Yeah. So I kind of got, got my feet wet a little bit. Sure. But went to Masters Fitness Collective with two tables of apparel and it went great. Did you crush it? Oh, yeah. It, went, it was great. That's awesome. Because I already had, like, especially helping out as I already had um, some master's designs. Yeah. So it was like the perfect competition to go to. So do you, you don't, you don't print the shirts, do you? Or I you don't do? do the printing myself. Okay. No. I have a local printer um, company called Courtyard Inc. Got it. Um, and they just, they crush it. They Sweet. get stuff done nine times out of 10. I can have stuff done in a week. Okay. Um, they just, they get it done. Nice. So if I need something, it's no problem. If I got a competition coming up, like I have another competition next weekend. So if I need stuff done and I tell them ahead of time, you know, if boom. I message them Monday, like, Hey, can we get these done by Friday? They'll get them done. That's sweet. Yeah. Dude. So it works out really good. What's it like? So this might be a little bit of a weird question, but right, wh- yeah. What's it like being like being tied in with two people who are like the most cancel cancelable yeah. people in CrossFit? I don't care. You don't care I, at all. No, I mean I know I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. I'd I'd watched Sevon's show uh, way before I started doing apparel for him, so I knew exactly what I was getting into. Yeah. We we see a lot of stuff behind the scenes. We see what's coming. Um, we know what to expect for the most sure. part. Uh, and the majority of the time we're sitting back going all you're doing is feeding more to us it's, yeah. it's more content yeah which is going to promote more shows which is going to promote more shirts which is going to promote a new design right i mean i literally just watch a show i hear something like okay i need to make a design for that yeah i'm i'm probably not the best apparel company at like planning out like we're going to do this this winter drop and this fall drop i literally if I come up with a design that I like, I put it out there. That like makes it better though, almost right. Like it's like it's unique. Like yeah. there's no like, I don't know. Not that not that obviously their businesses should have like plans and stuff. But like if you come up with something you like and you want to get it out there, why not just fucking do it? Yeah, you know, yeah. If you have it, the ability, it keeps it fresh. I mean, yeah. somebody comes to my site, there may be a completely new design that they've never seen before. So yeah. kind of gets them coming back. Um, it's also the benefit of being small. I mean, I'm literally the only employee. Yeah. I do all the design. I do the website. I do the shipping. I do all the packing. I mean, I do all of it. So it's, I can do whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah, that's I mean, sweet. Goal, let's get that a little bigger. Heck yeah. Um, but it the flexibility makes it nice. Yeah. I can do that. Do you ever, like, do people ever wrap you in or do you ever get tied into the drama of all the CrossFit space stuff that happens with Savannah or mean, Hiller? Yeah, because I'm guilty by association yeah. for the most part. But I can't say it's ever hurt me. For the for the few that reach out and yeah. say, I can't believe you do this, there's 10 other ones that that jump on board. They're like, sure. thank God somebody's saying this stuff and somebody yeah. that supports. I did, there was, 
I mean, I'll say their name. Born Primitive did uh, a podcast with Riley Gaines, who was one of the, the female swimmers who had to swim with, I can't think of it, the, the kid's name. It was the male who was swimming with the females. The transgender yeah, person yeah. thing? Yeah. Um, so Leah Thomas. Had, yeah, yeah. Leah Thomas? Yes. Yeah. So they had Riley Gaines on their podcast, and I was just in their comment section, and somebody reached out, and they're like, well, at least I know a company I don't need to support anymore. I'm like, Born Primitive? I don't want you. They so they said that to Born Primitive and to me. What? Yeah, Born Primitive didn't say that. Okay, it was, okay. There was okay. somebody in the comments. No, section. that yeah, yeah, yeah. They were saying they had said, "I'm not going to support you anymore." So I, and I had commented something, and we're adding you to the list of companies we're not going to support anymore. I'm like. I don't want your business anyway. Yeah. I don't care. Dude, I'm just going to be honest about that stuff. I'm so like weirded out by the. So I'm new to CrossFit about three years. Okay. But I'm so weirded out by it because so when I was powerlifting and competing in strongman and stuff, about 50 pounds heavier, <laughs> um, we like, we saw CrossFit as like this like fringe like thing where like it almost, I don't, I don't know how else to describe it besides like all American, you yeah. know, type thing where like like conservative values and all that. Not that I, I knew, but that's just what it seemed like, right? Like the, the farm boys and shit, yeah, like yeah. going and doing CrossFit or whatever. And to come in and see like, I've seen just a little bit of this in the past three years of like the wokeness creep in where I'm like, dude, some of this is just ridiculous that you're even like having these conversations because yeah. even here at Rogue, right? Did you watch the Ruck event? Uh, no, on we, I just pulled into town when that was going on. Okay. so. It was a hundred pound mile ruck. Yep. Yep. Four hundred or uh, forty. Eight hundred meter. Yeah. Yeah. Eight hundred meter with the lighter. The weight. weights were just like way yeah. different from yeah. men to women, right? And then you look at the times too of how, how like, how they finish or whatever. And I'm like, I said to my girlfriend Heather, I'm like, could you fucking imagine? if the trans agenda yeah. thing like came in and they're like, put the women in with the men, you'd be like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? We've been yep. sitting here for 30 minutes extra. Yep. Like, it's just so clear and obvious that I don't understand how people, I get it. Like live, live your life, do whatever you want. Like, I don't care if somebody wants to dress up like a guy or like change their sex, whatever. It's not on me. You know what I mean? The only pr time that I have a problem with it is like when it's like kids that you don't even let choose their lunch. That's right. when I have like a serious problem with it. Yeah. But aside from that, I'm like, there, there should be no discussion here. No. Like, cause there's it's, clear discrepancies getting ridiculous. Yeah. I, I don't understand. And, and being a dad of three girls, it angers me when I see men, biological men coming into the women's space yeah. and winning. Yeah. Like this is not right. No, I, these girls work their asses off yeah. to get to where they're going to be. And now they get second place Yeah, by a, you know, by a huge margin. Dude, I would. Oh, so, I would actually have to say that female athletes in their teens especially have to work harder than dudes in their teens. Oh, God, I, so yeah. the majority of the population that I work with in my gym is teenage females. Okay. So I work with like teenage lacrosse teams or whatever and a whole bunch. But anyway, it's um I have to see the mental battles that they have to go through, yeah, yep, the yep. the the inability to speak up for themselves, the the hard work that they have to put in because the barrier to entry is so low yep. or high high yeah high, high, barrier high, high, high barrier of entry because they're not giving out scholarships for females like right. they do for men they're not like there's not pro teams for females like there are for women and you can talk about why that may be or whatever but the fact is that they have to work harder so to like have the playing field disrupted because a couple of 
fucking fringe people yeah. want to feel accepted. I'm like, dude. No, it's huh. not right. And no. and and I may be wrong in this. I'm not a scientist. Yeah. But boys at 17, 16, 17, 18, hormonal levels are skyrocketing. Testosterone is skyrocketing. I mean, they are peaking. Not yeah. Peaking, well, how'd you feel at 17, exploding. 18? I mean, they're everything's raging. Yeah, yeah. Women don't do that till later. Yeah. So, so now you're going to let these men yep. who are at peak performance compete against people who aren't. Right. Exactly. It, it makes no sense. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, dude. And like seeing it from the outside into, you know, back in the day, I was just kind of like, oh, this is weird. And then getting into it or like seeing it from the outside in and being like, this seems like those farm boys, all American stuff. And then getting in and being like, holy crap, the woke culture is kind of slowly creeping in. I'm just yep, like, yep. yeah. And the fact that like companies too within the space don't outwardly talk about it is it's like crazy. mind blowing to me too. The one company that I will say, I don't care if I ever work with them ever in my life is Noble because I saw them, <laughs> I saw them at one point say that they were supporting that yeah, stuff. I'm like, yeah. fuck you guys. Like yeah. you're the biggest company in the space and you're just pretending. Yep. You know, yep. just for and sales. It's, it's it comes back to them. It comes yeah. back around. They're you I mean you can tell they're diminishing a bit. Yeah. Um, they're not what they used to be. Yeah. Yeah. More and more people are seeing it. <laughs> it seems like it. So and anyway. it. It drives me nuts, like just with the the culture and people saying that CrossFit isn't inclusive and doesn't you know the cost barrier to entry is too high. The cost is too high. How so? Yeah. I don't have a Mercedes. Right. You know why? Because I can't fucking afford it. Right. I'm sorry if you can't afford to go to a CrossFit gym. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. I don't go to a CrossFit gym. Right. I don't have the money to do it. I, I, I don't have the money to justify it. Um, yeah. and, and maybe that's hypocritical of me because I have a CrossFit apparel company. Um, no. But it's just the reality of it. Yeah. But it's also a lot of those people that will say that type of shit have a lifetime membership. Sure. They go out on the weekends. They like are eating out all the time, right? You know, and that's just my trainer brain coming in. Yeah, like, yeah. are you sure? You know, but and it, my main but, reason for not having a uh, CrossFit membership at this point is yeah. I'm with my surgeries. I'm super limited on yeah. what I can do. Um, I had the surgery back in May, and I'm still rehabbing. Yeah. So it's more beneficial for me to go the gym, the gym that I go to. It's a Globo gym, but it has a functional fitness space in Sweet. it. Sweet. So I can do the stuff that I want to, but. Unfortunately, I need machines and cables and yeah. lighter dumbbells and all that. And I, I don't need to be doing just big snatching. Well, hey, and also you're running a business and you're yeah. all in now, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you need to allocate funds towards that to grow yeah. it and stuff too. So let's get into that. What took you from doing it? I wouldn't say as a side hustle. It's probably like, a, you know, an equal hustle. Yep. From where'd you get the courage to go from your, your day job, the safe route to getting into... <laughs> just going all in it was literally time okay um and and knowing what i wanted to do yeah. um I, I was very busy uh things had really taken off in the last year um i as much as i suck at saving money i was smart and read a few books and listened to a few podcasts that were like hey this money's coming in put x amount away and don't touch it yeah leave it where it is because you might need it for taxes and all that um, after Wadapalooza, I hooked up with an accountant. Um, he's got us everything squared away, made sure. The fittest no, one? Fittest accountant. All right, cool. Yes, sir. Yeah. Did his shirts. Nice. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he just, he looked over everything and, and it was, he didn't tell me no. 
that I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and it, and like I said, it was just time. I I had no time left in the day to be able to do anything. I started to get to the point where I'm at work and I don't want to be here. Yeah. All I'm thinking about is the clothing stuff and what I got to do. Um, and I just looked at it and went, well, there's no better time than now. If I don't do yeah. it now, it's never going to happen. Um, so I just set a date and that and was it. it. No did turning back. Congrats, dude. That's awesome. And, and had, I love that. I no regrets at all. Yeah, good. And like I said, I, I was lucky enough. I saved up money. Um, I just, I mean, some months are better than others and you just learn not to spend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just got to be careful. That's it. That's even if you're in a day job though too, right? Oh like yeah. A normal oh, yeah. job. Yeah. What, so did you, did you enjoy your normal job? I did. I mean, I enjoyed it for a while and then it got, like I said, it got to the point of just, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I was tired of doing stuff for other people. Frankly. Yeah. I'm like, I can make somebody else rich or I can just make money for myself. Not yeah. that I'm rich. Um, You'll but, get there. But yeah, we're yeah. working on it. Yeah. Not that noble level yet. Yeah. yeah. We'll try and be better though. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I just like, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it for myself. Yeah. I'm already, like, like I said, with the designs, I make stuff for myself. I love it. Yeah. Why don't I make money for myself instead of other people? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, talk about rewarding. It's, it's super it's really rewarding. cool. It's yeah. really, really cool. That's cool, man. So then taking that leap of faith though, what were the feelings like? I was scared shitless. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. scared I'm you a, the most? I'm a worry wart and not a planner. Uh, Gabe can tell you that I will think about everything under the sun and overthink it, overthink it to the extreme. And yeah. and he's very much a just do it. What's the worst can worst can happen? You have to go back to work. Yeah. Like you're only gonna find out by doing it. Yeah. Um, no, there was a lot of fear. I a lot of sleepless nights. Uh, just figuring it out. I've I've started to learn to temper that a little bit because there's, and I don't know why. Whether it's I'm doing something right, somebody's looking out for me. I will have those moments where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this by next week. Yeah. And for some reason, something happens and a new design comes or somebody reaches out and they're like, hey, can you do this for me? I, things are just happening. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's divine timing, dude. I truly believe that. I just think like, do you believe in God? Yeah. Your faith? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I recently came to God. We just talked about this with Hannah. So I'll spare the, I'll spare the story again. But it's interesting that you say that because a lot of times in my life when I'm like, I just don't know how this is going to work, how it's going to happen. And like, you've kind of freak out about it a little bit for some reason, it just pops in. Like even coming here, we had a few podcasts that we were supposed to film and like, they just got ixnade. And then lo and behold, we come here and then Roderick and all you guys are just like dope people. And you're like, Hey, sit down with me, sit down with this guy, blah, blah, you know? And then it just everything just works out as it's supposed to, you know, and you, yeah. you kind of can't live in that, that scarcity mind and have to think abundantly, but it's hard. It's, it's hard. Especially when hard. you got three very kids, hard. we got yeah. two kids, man. So I, I get it. I a hundred percent get it. And it's, you know, being gone. It's like, I hate being gone all the time, but yeah. that that's probably one of the harder parts with what this business is when it comes. Cause I've always done really good at events. I've never lost money at an event, which yeah. when I got into this, people would tell me like, well, you know, you go to an event, you better just hope to break even. I'm like, fuck that. I'm here to make money. I'm yeah, sorry. This yeah. is a business. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, rip people off, but I got to make money. So yeah. Hell yeah. Make money. Um, yeah. Never lost money in an event. The hard part is they're nine times out of 10. It's on a weekend. So yep. 
I got to leave town. Kids are home. Luckily, my parents only live two hours away. Oh, sweet. They're great grandparents, so they love coming over and hanging out with the kids. And, yeah. and the kids are older, so they're self-sufficient. For yeah, the man. Part. I just still like to have somebody at the house. That's um, awesome. But, yeah, it's just hard because I'll, I'll miss some activities with school because of, they fall on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, but they all understand it. They know, they know what we're trying to do. Yeah, it's like I, I'm heavy into the men need a purpose and they need something to chase and a lot of times yeah when they don't have a purpose or like a dream to chase it's just so easy to get complacent and that's why i i feel personally that's why you see a lot of the mental health stuff with men yes. especially because yeah. they just get complacent they get into a nine to five job they're not chasing anything like think about even when you like you you go to target and you get a fucking stool and you put that shit together how good that just right? makes you feel right yep. Yep. Like you had a project, you had a purpose for like an hour and you put it together and you feel great. Yep. And yeah, dude, I just think at the end of the day, like, yeah, there's going to be time missed. There's going to be some memories that you're not going to be able to get back and have. But at the end of the day, like you're on a mission to build something. And it's probably, you probably have a purpose too for your kids. Like you're trying to build something greater. You want a greater life for them. Right. You want something that you can leave for them. Yeah, exactly. That's a big thing. Like none of them are in the marketing or design or anything like that. I mean, they have different fields uh my oldest is actually she switched her major she's going into accounting now and my brother was like there you go yeah you got your accountant yeah, in the future yeah. like <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's a good idea right and and my middle one she's looking more into the medical side so it won't be you know most likely are they going to take over the company maybe yeah I don't know. you never know we'll see what happens yeah um they they may be like me or they they go down this path and eventually they're like i don't like this anymore yeah i want to do something else because i along with the purpose like that's kind of how i started to get with my job the day job i'm like i like doing this stuff but i'm just not passionate about it anymore and it got depressing it's like i fucking hate going to work yeah i don't want to do it anymore it gets hard to continue doing it yeah yeah, yeah. so luckily thank god i had this backup plan yeah other in reality was just a hobby yeah dude <laughs> like, i got a really fun hobby that i enjoy and the sport that i enjoy yeah um so it, yeah it worked out great so far what do you feel like what what is your mission with vindicate i'm like i said i'm not a planner i literally yeah. that's one day at a time and see what happens um do i, I mean, people say whoa vindicate crossfit games like i don't know if i want that that's a yeah. lot of pressure yeah yeah um, <laughs> But I just, I like creating the apparel that's going to inspire other people. Yeah. Um, I think that's, I've had people tell me that's one of the things like with with my stuff, when, I, when they come to an event like this, mm -hmm. there's a lot of companies that like, it's their apparel, it's got their logo on it. Yeah. And that's it. Mine's got something different. It's funny you mentioned Monster Games. Um, Jason, yeah. who runs Monster Games, he stopped by the booth mm. uh, at Masters Fitness Collective last year, and he bought stuff. And he's like, I never buy people's apparel, but yours is different likes your than shit. other people's. Yeah. So we've started a relationship. Yeah. I'm talking. I'm actually going to do uh, – he's involved with Legends yep. now. He so owns I'm, part I'm of it, doesn't he? Legends, yeah. yeah. Sweet. He yeah. reached out to have me come out there. He's like, you're one of the few companies that have actually bought stuff at, at an event. Um and I think it's just having those different unique designs. Yeah. It's not, I, I, I put my logo on everything, but yeah. it's not the focus of all the designs. And I like that. And people are just starting to, they, they know who I am now. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. I, I love coming here and you see people and you're like, I made that and I made that and I made that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Dude, that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. It seems like the growth of the company is is doing really well and you get to meet people and yeah, it's just yeah, inspiring that, to see, that's dude. That's the funnest part, like with, with being on Sevon's show quite a bit um, or in the chat quite a bit, like coming to these and people, are, you start meeting people. I'm like, if you come up to me, you got to give me your chat name because I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to give me like your actual chat name. Yeah. And that's the only way I'm going to remember you because I am I am the worst. Anybody out there, if I, if I see you one, two, three, four, five times and I don't remember your name. I'm sorry. I'm terrible at Dude, it. Dude, I am so bad with names I'm too. Bad. So it's yeah, if, if you would have, if you would not remember my name after this, even I would not be offended because <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yeah, dude, I, <laughs> I get it. No I get problem, it. George. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Sweet man. Well, hey, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit Absolutely. down and talk with me. I ask at the end of every podcast, the guests, three questions. You kind of oh, answered the first oh, one. Yeah. Hopefully it's not, hopefully it doesn't uh, break your brain too much, but, uh, you kind of answered this already, but maybe you have a different answer now. Um, what is your biggest goal for like next year? Um, I don't have one. Okay. I, I mean, my goal is to just be able to keep this going. Yeah. Um, I love it. I appreciate everyone who has supported it because I mean, you want to talk about making somebody's dream come true. This, I mean, this was the goal to be able to do it yeah. and, and everybody's just not everybody a lot of people are just super supportive yeah and they you know just to the biggest thing like like i said coming to events and seeing stuff in person but like when somebody posts something and they tag tag where they got i mean that means a lot yeah to any company and i i try to reach out to those people i try to share their stuff because i mean everybody likes that little dopamine hit when yeah, they see everybody, the, yeah when they see that little notification and <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm no different yeah i see a little heart emojis or yep. whatever it's like we're all it, human it's really cool yeah, yeah. so i just want to keep it going and, and yeah. see what's next i don't know i want to expand i mean I, I get people that ask like well it says vindicate equipment company do you like make equipment i'm like no no i was wondering the same thing we, we equip people with apparel right now but I mean, I'd I'd love to start getting into maybe not footwear because it's kind of saturated, but different accessories, you know, wrist wraps, knee sleeves, all that stuff. That my my big thing is it's all. I won't make stuff that I won't use and won't wear. Yeah. Um, same with all my designs. I'm only going to design it if it's something I'm going to wear and actually believe in. Um, yeah, I love that. The the hard part with coming out with new stuff is like sourcing is mm. a nightmare. Unfortunately. A lot of stuff you got to get from overseas yeah because it's either not made here or the cost is crazy high it is what it is yeah and there's no way around it right. so you're you're literally ordering it overseas waiting for it to show up for weeks hoping it's halfway decent i've spent yeah. a lot of money uh ordering samples yeah and i get them i'm like well shit, i can't send it back yeah, yeah. like all right who can i give this to Who's it gonna get donated to? So, sure. so yeah, I'd like just for everybody out there. I'm not banking a bunch of money on this. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was telling Heather too when we first decided to like print our own T-shirts. Was we're gonna have to buy samples, see which yeah. ones we like, but we didn't do that at all. And not that that's bad, but like some of the shirts just don't fit the way that I would prefer oh, yeah. them to fit. Type oh, yeah. thing, you know? Yeah, so. and I've run into issues with that. Like, found a shirt brand that I loved. Yeah discovered in early this year i had a bunch of stuff printed and all the sizing was wrong oh no and they're still not fixing it the same and they're a big i mean they print or not print but they make millions of blanks like Jeez, they dude. are the one of the top shirt companies in uh, the space not not in this space but in the just world. in the clothing and yeah. their fucking sizing's off i have i have extra larges that measure as mediums 
Oh, I've, no way. I've sent them samples. I've sent them pictures, and I haven't gotten anywhere. I will say, thankfully, I did get an email because I had two other companies reach out to me because I was making a fuss about it yeah. online because I'd, I'd reached out to the customer service. I reached out to the warehouse that I order stuff from, and they were just kind of lackadaisical about it. Nobody was doing anything, so I made a post. I'm not afraid to post it. I'll, yeah, no, I'll yeah. call you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you're, I mean, you're messing with my business. Yeah, You're messing dude. with my customers. And they still make their money. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, my customers order something, and it doesn't fit. I've now lost them. They're not going to order yep. me again because this stuff feels like shit. 100%. And I run into that with other companies. Um, so thankfully, actually this last week, that company reached out to me. They're like, hey, I saw you commented on this on somebody else's. Yeah. Um, they're like, what's going on? So we'll see if they're we get a fix it, hopefully. I hope so. Because, I mean, it's it's thousands of dollars yeah. in apparel that I either can't use or I'll literally rip all the labels off and relabel them. By yourself. So it's time consuming. Yeah. You know, it's just a, a pain in the ass. But there's stuff out there that people got and they can't wear it. And if they're, I and I'll say this for anybody, if you ever get a product from a company, and a lot of people do it with me, reach out to that company before you post something or leave a negative review. Like at least reach out to that company. See if they'll fix and, it. Because that'll be a true measure of how good they are. Yeah. And I, if somebody reaches out to me and they're like, hey, this didn't fit. Cool. Send you a shipping label. Send it back. I, I I try to cover shipping. If it was definitely an issue on my end, I'm gonna pay for the shipping. Yeah. To send it back. If if you just order the wrong size, sorry, that's that's on you. Have you. size guides on there. Yeah. Um, and and I like try to use the same brands for the for the blanks for the shirts. I try to use the same brand mm -hmm. for all the shirts. So it stays I know consistent. It's consistent. Yeah. Um, so I don't want somebody ordering it and being, well, their shirts suck. I would never order those again. Yeah. Because because the size is wrong. It's about the experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. I I don't pull the default. Uh, well, if you could DM us and we'll get back to you like Noble does. Yeah. <laughs> and then you never hear back from them. Sorry, I'm going to call them out. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Hey, man. They deserve to be called out, those yeah, guys. Yeah, so, yeah. all right, one second. I'm going to pause this real quick oh. and then go back to it. Wrap last, it up. last two. Sweating over here. Dude, that's how I feel too. All right. So, second question is what are you willing to sacrifice for that goal? Say, of growth. Ooh. I luckily, I don't feel it's not a huge sacrifice um, because they understand my family. Thankfully, almost all of them do CrossFit. Mm. Um, so they know what I'm trying to do, they know what it's going to take for this to take off. So there's limited time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, with my parents being two hours away, it's, it's easy to go back for a day yeah. um, and do stuff. But with starting this out, it's it's 24-7, 365. Grind. It is constant. And and that was actually one of the things that Sevon talks about quite a bit on his show. When, when he started working with me, his, his other vendor, he called him. He needed some shirts. So he called the guy on a Sunday. And he, the guy answers the phone. He's like, what are you doing? Don't call me on Sundays. I don't work on Sundays. What? And Sevon was like... I won't work with you anymore. Yeah, what the so, fuck? I, yeah, and again, it's, it's, it was a smaller. I mean, they're not a huge company, but yeah. they're like, yeah, don't call me on Sunday. I don't work on Sunday. That's crazy. And I tell Sevon, it's twenty four seven, three sixty five. Yeah, I constantly get stuff out. Um, so I mean, time is probably the biggest sacrifice. Okay, um, cool. 
But like I said, with with my family, they all get it. Yeah. We 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 do a big family vacation every year. Good. Um, so there's 13 of us. I think 13 or 15 of us now. We all go on a vacation together. So it's it's my mom and dad, me and my kids, my brother and his wife and his kids, my wow. cousin and husband and their kids. We all go on a vacation, and it just happened to be um, during the games. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we ended up after last year, I didn't go to the games. And I told him, I was like, look, we got to change this date because I have to go to the game. I got to be there. Oh, I thought you were going to say you guys made the vacation. No, the games. no, no, no. <laughs> okay. we, so it. we do like a beach vacation, yeah. a lake vacation. Sweet. Uh, I was like, we have to change the dates of this vacation because it's falling during the games. I can't, I can't yeah. miss it anymore because if I'm going to make this thing happen, everybody's like, you gotta be right, everywhere. cool, we'll move it. That's sweet. So, Moved it up. Yeah. Moved it up a week. Great, man. Yeah, that's, so that's so good to hear. Some of a sacrifice, but yeah. it works out pretty good. Cool, dude. And then the last question is, what are you not willing to sacrifice Ooh. for that goal? Um, Kind of along the lines of, for lack of a better term, the wokeness, the caving, yeah. caving the things that I don't believe in. Yeah. Um, Your moral I'm compass. Not do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, here's how I feel. I'm going to say it. Like, you know, working with, with Andrew and with Sevon. You pretty much know what you're gonna get with me. Yeah, uh, they they can do a lot of the talking for me. Yeah. like we have no fear at this point. We're we're, I won't say uncancelable. Yeah, because everybody can be. But no, I don't I'm not even gonna not speak my mind. I don't even think that like canceling's real, dude. No, because like, yeah, it's caving more than canceling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Right, like people can't actually shut your speech down. Like. No. Sure, they can take you off of Twitter or whatever, you know, dumb shit like that. But like, if you keep talking, you're not canceled. Yeah. Yep. So. Well, and, and nice thing with all of us, we're we are our own platforms. Yeah. There's nobody you can tell us, other than I mean, you know, you get the the YouTubes or whatever. Who yeah. Shut you off. But if you don't like what I'm selling, don't buy it. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to. Right. I don't like what other companies sell. I don't. So yeah. I don't support them. That's fine. Right. There's plenty of other people who will. I don't care. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. But keep buying his shit. Please. Buy his shit. Please. Buy his shit. And if I'm doing something you don't like, you can certainly tell me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I can waffle like no other. I can, my mind can be changed. Yeah. Um, if you got a supporting argument, cool. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Have the conversation. Don't yeah, just like exactly. try to talk shit. Have the conversation, see each other's perspective. That's something that we're lacking so much nowadays too, is just people, Gabe was talking about it with me yesterday. People just don't like that confrontation. So they'd rather just type about it when you see them in person, they'll never actually have that conversation. Try to change your mind, have you try to change theirs because they're in their echo chamber. They yep. just want to hear reaffirming ideas yep. that they're right. They're right. I'm right. I'm right. You yep. know, then you can say it all you want behind the keyboard. Yeah. You yeah. get in person, they clam up a little bit. They're like, yeah. uh, no, wait, I really don't have an argument. Yeah. yeah. Or they'd be like, no, that's not what I said. Yeah. No, that, but yeah, it's it, exactly it is what you, what you typed. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not what I meant. Yeah. Why'd you type it? <laughs> I know that's not what you meant. Cause you can't say it to me. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's funny, dude. Well, hey, dude, I just want to really thank you for your time. I really appreciate this, thank man. You. And uh, yeah, dude, I'm looking forward to seeing great things from you in the future. Appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Keep it going. Heck yeah, bro. All right, man. Thank you. Yeah. Sweet, bro. That was great. It was good. Dude. I appreciate it.